Hello, I am Jeremy Kingsbury. This is Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, the show where you come along with me as I explore the likely repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Let's listen to some tunes. Okay, so we're trying something a little bit different here. Uh, I'm on the Outer Banks, well not quite, I'm kind of beneath the Outer Banks on Oak Island, and uh, wanted to record talking parts. So we got some sounds of the sea and the neighboring places in the background. So this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. We're doing uh, John Murphy's collection. So last week in playing through Fitzmaurice's stuff, wound up reading um, several of Key Sanger's articles about Fitzmaurice that mention John Murphy, uh, who has a collection of Irish airs and jigs. Uh, this is published during 1810 or so. Uh, so yeah, the full title is Collection of Irish Airs and Jigs with Variations Adapted for the Pianoforte, Violin, and Violoncello. Um, John Murphy's stuff is pretty tricky <laughs> and very different and interesting. We're definitely going to play more of it later. Uh, this time around, though, we're just getting three tunes in. So Kate Martin, Mrs. Boswell's Jig, and That's My Way. Now, Kate Martin and That's My Way both have quite a few concordances. Mrs. Boswell's Jig is a wild tune. It doesn't seem related to anything. Uh, but Kate Martin is really closely tied uh, with Rook's Kate Kearney, uh, and also Edward Bunting's The Beardless Boy. So we're going to play those two. Uh, and then That's My Way is uh, nearly... I mean, it's the same tune as O'Farrell's The Gobbio. And I've always found The Gobbio and The Durling pretty close together. So we're going to play that. Uh, then we're going to play William Dixon's Have a Care of Her Johnny. And again, thanks to Matt Seattle's uh, Hunting, we're going to play the concordances with that, which is Daniel Dow's Sandy Gow's Three Pints, as well as McLaughlin's uh, setting for Highland Pipes for Sandy Gow's Three Pints. Um, but first, let's get started with kind of the odd one out here. This is Murphy's setting for Mrs. Boswell's Jig. Thank you. 
Well, it became clear that wasn't going to work, so I'm recording inside again. Uh, I might try to record some uh, kind of field audio of the the sea and some cool sounds out there. But uh, yeah, the neighbor's beach house here started like they were mowing the sand. Never seen people mow sand before, um, but that's that's what was going on. Uh, anyway, so. Back to John Murphy. So I'll, I'll link to one of uh, Keith Sanger's articles. It's quite short uh, and helpful. It's called Irish Pipers and Scotland. And it's mostly about Fitzmaurice and Irish Piper Murphy, as uh, Keith talks about. Uh, in this collection of tunes, um, Murphy identifies himself as a piper at Eglinton Castle. And it seems like uh, Keith's been able to dig up references to Murphy kind of taking up residence in Edinburgh for quite a bit of time to offer up lessons and as well as kind of travel down to London and give concerts along the way and that sort of thing. So definitely worth checking out. But you can see with Miss Boswell's jig, it's some weird tunes. And I'm hoping to play some more in the future. Like he's got quite a few rondos. Um, some really, really interesting and quite challenging stuff, so we'll see how that goes uh, when we get closer to it. Okay, for this next track, let's look at Murphy's Kate Martin. This tune is very closely, uh, you know, concordant with Rook's Kate Kearney, as well as Edward Bunting's The Beardless Boy. Uh, but first, here's Murphy's take. Thank you. 
So for the next track, let's do Edward Bunting's The Beardless Boy. Um, so we've talked about Edward Bunting uh, a couple times on the podcast. Uh, you remember he's the fellow that was supposed to be recording all of these ancient Irish harpists um, performing in the late 18th century. Uh, kind of, in theory, the last of a generation of Irish harpists. Um, unfortunately, Bunting kind of adjusted everything so it would sound good on piano, and looking at his published stuff can be a little bit frustrating uh, if you're not playing a piano. Um, Simon Chadwick has done all that cool work of finding the dots, like uh, Bunting's field recordings, or his field notes, uh, where he's kind of live notating, listening to these harpists play. Uh, kind of looking through that collection, uh, Simon hasn't done The Beardless Boy, and I couldn't find the notes for The Beardless Boy in the collection of uh, Bunting's notes. So this is just me adjusting and kind of where it fits on Ellen Pipes based on his setting for this tune, The Beardless Boy. So uh, Bunting published this collection. This appears in volume one. I think it's 1796 or something along those lines. Late 18th century anyway. Uh, so here is my adaption of Edward Bunting's The Beardless Boy. And next we're going to do the Rook Manuscript setting. So the Rook Manuscript, I think I might have played some tunes from there before. Uh, it's around 1840. Uh, it's a collection of tunes that there's just a lot of Northumbrian small pipe tunes in there. Um, that's one of the things. There's a current kind of crowdfunding project by Rob Say to do a cleaned up, get a new version of it. So I'll link to that in the show notes. There's 10 days left at the time of me recording it to, to support it. And... I believe, yeah, at 45 pounds you get, oh, 16 pounds you get the player's manuscript, so copy the player's manuscript, spiral coil bound, that's pretty darn good. Ooh. Um, yeah, anyway, so it looks like it's a cool project. I still haven't backed it, um, but I do intend to. I've got uh, 
I've got this, I've got just such a growing pile of books that I want to order from the UK. So I've um, got a reminder on my phone to order them tomorrow, hoping that I'll be back around my mailbox uh, in time for them to show up. So anyway, here is John Rook's setting for the same tune. So we first we heard it uh, from Murphy's Kate Martin, then Edward Bunting's The Beardless Boy. And uh, now this is Rook's Kate Kearney. I was a little trepidatious with that um, and of course Northumbrian piping is so keen on the staccato playing with uh, gaps between each note um, I try to emulate that as best I can when I'm playing it on small pipes but you know rook setting goes beyond the range of um, scholar small pipes so had these illin pipes and uh, yeah clearly should have committed all the way to playing staccato or just played it how I wanted to uh, anyway Good tune, all the same. Let's move on to another one. So we've gone through the Murphy-Kate Martin connections. Uh, we've listened to Miss Boswell. Let's do Murphy's That's My Way. So uh, this is That's My Way, which I'm pretty sure is the Gobbio from uh, O'Farrell, as we have played quite recently. But anyway, first here is That's My Way. Yeah, like I said, I think Murphy is sort of a version of the Gobbio with some variations. Uh, the team that he calls That's My Way. Uh, so this is O'Farrell's setting for the Gobbio. 
which I know I played just recently, but I've also included The Durling, which is a tune that is so similar that it's so similar that I kind of goof them up sometimes and then wind up playing kind of the first part of the Gavio and the second part of the Durling and vice versa. So here's the Gavio first, followed immediately by the Durling, both out of O'Farrell's Pocket Companion. might be high time i just accept that the gabio is one of my favorite um favorite tunes and uh, that's my way those variations kind of make it even more fun to play with so uh, anyway all right let's go on to william dixon so this is 1733 of course william dixon's kind of border bagpiping tune book we're going to start with his setting for have a care of her johnny
Cement identifies a couple of concordances. Well, I guess one, technically, Sandy Gauss, three pints, and a couple of sources for it. So we're going to start with a new collection to me. This is Daniel Dow's. It's from 1778, a collection of ancient Scots music for the violin, harpsichord, or German flute. Never before printed, consisting of ports, salutations, marches, and pibrochs, etc. Uh, I'll have a link to some information about Daniel Dow, kind of where you can download it, and uh, write up that Sanger did. Um, cool stuff. When I first started looking at this collection, I went up and down playing through nearly all of it. Um, so I'm sure we'll hear more from Daniel Dow in the future. Uh, anyway, here is Dow's setting for Sandy Gow's Three Pints, which is near enough to have a care for Johnny. And the last track we're going to do is another version of Sandy Gauss Three Pints, kind of equally that stress bay type setting. Uh, this one is from an 1850s collection called The Piper's Assistant, edited by John McLaughlin, late Piper, to Neil Malcolm Esquire of... Um, I'm not sure quite where that is from. Uh, anyway, it's a cool collection. At the very least, you should uh, look at the link and go over to the title page because the art on the cover page is maybe my favorite depiction of a Highland Piper ever uh, and definitely worth perusal. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Since I managed to get this episode out, uh, in theory, within the weekend here, I don't think it'll be possible for me to get another one out for a couple weeks. Still hoping to get some audiobook things going, but those haven't uh, shown up yet, so I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. So if you don't hear from me for a couple of weeks, don't be startled. Uh, I didn't bring Illin pipes with me or small pipes, so all I've got is whistles and Highland pipes and chanter, and um, my Highland pipes reads still aren't quite all working to my liking, so it'd be a bit of a challenge to record uh, while I'm away from my home studio and all the other instruments. So. Anyway, I'll post updates uh, of what's coming on the Patreon page, so uh, it's as good a time as any if you want to be in the loop as to what I'm doing, uh, to head over there and join all the cool folks that are already supporting the podcast. So thanks everyone for listening, and hope to see you, or listen to, I guess, hope to see your ears? This is weird. Uh, anyway, hope to be back in a couple weeks. We'll talk to you then. Here is Sandy Goes Three Pints from John McLaughlin, 